From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Weldons and Mark Tapp. All right, New River Valley, this is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to AM HodgePodge. I got a little bit of that shh. You're going to use the Fonzie on the table? Uh, I don't know, because we don't have the buzz. It's just a shh. Can you hear it? No. But I can't hear, you know, I mean, the. it's just not real crisp today. It's not the, well, here's the good news. Maybe this beer is crisp. It actually is. We'll talk about that here in a, in a quick minute. When we, when we uh, had to move the show... So we moved it from last week. You were gone, and then we moved it from a little bit earlier in the week because I was gone. Yeah. So anyway, one week turned into two. Um, the conversation was, well, our guest said that they were, but I have beer. I'm, well, she said, she walks in and she. She's, no, 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 no. She, she says, said two weeks ago, Oh, but I, and I have beer, like with, oh. with, happy, with you know, exclamation happy face or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, so now it's two weeks later. She walks in with the big bag, black bag, and it just looks like the purse. Yeah, all women are carrying Yeah, bag, yeah. Right? So I said I didn't want to be per- yeah, no, like presumptuous. Yeah, underwear in there. Yeah, some, you never know keys. when you're going to, yeah. Other people's keys, whatever. Uh, but I didn't want to be uh, uh, presumptuous and, and ask. So then she just kind of like, you know, deadpans and says, so you want the beer or? And you're like, yes. Oh, actually, I, we, we were waiting for that. We didn't. She says, she says, you want beer? And I said, you have beer? Yeah. No, I, I, I got that on the on the first time. So uh, we're going to actually talk about uh, these two. I'm actually really excited about the second one here. I haven't uh, had it yet, but um, I did look uh, have some information that kind of goes on this in sports anyway, so this just couldn't be more of a... Um, so what am I drinking right now? Uh, so the first beer we had, well, first of all, everybody, welcome. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. This is Keith Weltons, and that is Mark Tapp, uh, show four and about New River Valley. Uh, if you've missed any past episodes, have no fear, just go to the internet, and you can find them there. Uh, you can also go to uh, amhodgepodge.com, and then you can go to Facebook. So first beer that um, we opened, and of course we split it amongst everybody in the room, but it's almost heaven, Amber Ale. And that is um, the West Virginia beer that, uh, where is it once again? It says Bruden and Cane by Mountain State Brewing Company. And Th- is it actually in Thomas, West Virginia? It is. Isn't this the one that you said is like kind of on the side of the road or just off of the road, kind of like in a, it's like a small, very small brewery in person, correct? Or is this not that one? No, yeah, that's right. So that one's right off kind of the main road um, through Thomas. But Thomas, right. the town, only has like 300 people in it. Right, right, right. So that's probably what you're talking Correct. Small town. Bigger yep. than Thomas the train, though. Yeah. 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 So, are the, so is their main avenue then uh, distribution as opposed to the avenue of people coming to the brewery? Well, I don't know the exact numbers, but I would think that. Coming to the brewery is actually a pretty big percentage because 
that whole area has done a really good job of like a destination. So there's art galleries and three breweries actually, and really wow. good, yeah, wow. really good dining. There's two state parks right there. So that oh sure that chunk of space um, really has become a destination. Yes, very much so. Which is why I kind of love bringing this beer in because it's it's not just a decent beer, right? It's good to drink, but mm-hmm. what they've done and what that whole community has done is is pretty crazy. Symbolizes. Great work in tourism. Well, and also kind of that commu- pride of place, yeah. right? They're they're taking old buildings and putting their own money and investing and and rehabbing old buildings, but then they're also recruiting their friends to you know do their entrepreneurial dreams and open mm-hmm. an art gallery or a mm-hmm. coffee shop. So it's a real sense of community that also happens to be a wonderful tourism spot. Does it kind of remind you of Floyd? It's a it's a little more stretched out than Floyd. Okay. Um, it's not um, because you're on top of the mountains in yeah. in West Virginia, and so it's. But yes, kind of that yeah. similar vibe. Mm-hmm. I would say it's probably more community based <laughs> in Tucker County, that Thomas, West Virginia area, probably than Floyd. Okay. Floyd has a lot of folks coming in from outside, right? Right. So and they're bringing their own unique pieces mm-hmm. to that community. These guys are like born and bred and raised and mm-hmm. went out and made some money maybe in D.C. or mm-hmm. something, and now they're coming back and buying buildings and rehabbing houses. And I mean, it's pretty cool to see what they're doing. Leaving their Philly uh, bobbleheads at home. Right. Stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, so that's a good that's a good beer. I do want to talk about this second uh, one. This is uh, uh, from uh, Michael Waltrip Brewing Company. And was this one in – Bristol? It's in Bristol. Okay. So that would make some sense, right? And uh, I believe you said that, because uh, I'd heard about it, but there was a brewery there that had gone, but basically was under distress. Correct. Yeah. And so they took it over. They did. Did they take it over or just lend their name and likeness to it? Nope. Took it over. So I don't think Michael's in there every day. Kind sure. Of brewing. But um, yeah, it was a, a buyout situation. And um, again, they've done a really good job. It's right across the street or parking lot area from the uh, birthplace of Country Music mm, okay. Museum. So again, that kind of synergy of stuff. So now happened. you're in it because my kids went last uh, February, February or March, they were in Bristol and they sent pictures of a brewery and said, Dad, you would really, that must be it then. Had, I mean, there are other some other options for breweries there in that mm-hmm. Bristol, um, Tri-Cities area, but that one is like right off the main drag down, right off of State Street. Sure. And um, very easy to access. Yeah, it was, it was off Very street, friendly state to walk street. into. And they have um, a smaller variety, mm-hmm. you know, almost heaven or Mountain State has been around for a little bit longer. They've they've expanded their product line. They don't have as many, but they're very good beers. So I thought it was interesting, Mark, because she brought a blonde and she brought an amber. And, of course, one is more like the, 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 if you're just looking at, like, the colors of the hair right. and you're trying to determine, like, kind of which one you like better. I have that over there so that you can pour, pour a little in your cup and yeah. you can uh, try it. I haven't had it yet either. But... What I wanted to talk about, uh, not only between the two styles, but these are the most two uh, traditional American styles, right? So when someone says, I want an American-style beer, it's uh, like a yingling-style beer, right? Mm -hmm. Or it is a straw-colored, you know, Coors or whatever it may be, style beer. And... The, the knock a lot of time on the blonde beers is that 
they don't actually have enough profile. There's not enough complexity to hmm. there are thin they quench thirst, but there's not enough flavor to them. The th- these I am curious when you just had one versus the other, how does the blonde stack up? So the amber when I, I asked you what I was drinking because it it really reminded me of a of an American lager. Okay. Yeah. It, the smell, everything was like, and it was, was still like an at ale a, at a frat party or something. Correct. And it was still an ale. Yeah. <laughs> but it's an ale. So I was wrong on that one. The uh, the blonde uh, has more ale characteristics. Mm-hmm. It's sweet and it's got full body. Um, I liked the blonde better. Mm-hmm. The uh, and I'm I'm surprised that you said that. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I, I'm surprised you said that about the sort of people saying that the, there's not enough um, characteristics in in the ales. I, I the think, blonde, yeah, the, the blonde ale. I think maybe they're just confused. Mm-hmm. So they're, they 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 think that the blonde ale is a Coors Light, or or maybe they're the confusing um, body with um, with carbonation. Oh, that might be it. So so ales traditionally do not have the high carbonation that that lagers have, right? And I would I would say that Walter the Michael Waltrip blonde stacks up to any American lager from a taste mm-hmm. profile. I think uh, that was purposeful, but it just doesn't. But it doesn't have the the fizziness. Mm-hmm. That was pur- I think that was purposeful in order to be able to help individuals transition from mm-hmm. no pun intended, but one lane to the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and of course, right down the middle of the of the. Mm, bottle or the can excuse me is a lane you know if you kind of yeah kind of can see or is that a speed stripe that's speed stripe lane whatever it's the same same but different but yeah it's it's i i I like them uh, uh, both i actually like the the blonde better but this will transition wonderfully for beer over ball if you've got a moment by any chance i've always uh got a moment ball over beer excuse me ball over beer all right so we're not going to do ball, but if we understand uh, sports over beer today, it is okay. sports over beer today. So it's not bowling. Well, of course, bowling has no. It is a ball. Yeah. So there will be some balls in here, but what I will tell you is there is this ongoing conversation within sports, and I think it's a very legitimate one, which is um, this pay differential or pay discrepancy between one sport and another sport. Right now, you're you're not talking about women's versus men. I'm talking about first of all sport, and then um, that's one conversation. And then there's a secondary conversation, which is women's sport versus men. Yeah, and it's a dramatic difference between those two. Right. Yeah. So if the average person, male and female, looks at their position, it's somewhere between 92 and 94 percent difference in pay. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of factors that go into those things, whether it was a continue of service or later. But there's all sorts of reasons why someone can justify and say there's a re- reason why there's a difference on one end, and then there's another that someone can can say there's no justification for it. So leave that alone when you look at sports are you saying we're not going to argue we're not we're just saying that that, that's a that's proven that that information's out there but when you look at sports there's a massive gay uh uh, in there so the largest sports differential of any sport is and i'm going to just give this one to you 
soccer. Mm. So the men yeah. soccer make just gobs more than the women. Okay. And so now you understand why the U.S. women's national team is volleying for more. Mm. There are um, one. There's one sport besides tennis that has besides tennis that has the closest parity. You know what it is? Well, I think that you've kind of set it up so that it's easy. I did. It's a, so it's got to be automotive racing. Auto, automobile racing, yeah. absolutely. Because automobile racing um, is based off of a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of uniqueness t- to that. And then also wins. So wins are ultimately the determinant factor on how much money you make. Mm-hmm. And so if you know that that sport of automobile racing is just literally based off of everyone is given equal chance as long as their car is decent and they have the sponsorships to be able to, to upkeep it. The pay discrepancy doesn't exist yeah. because first gets first, second gets second, third gets third. That sport does involve, um, once again, a winner system. Yeah. Most Mer- meritocracy. You're right. Most sports involve putting together a team and you're one of many on that team and the better your team does or worse the team does determines the team wins but it necessarily doesn't determine your pay that's right you could be a great player on a terrible team correct and still get paid a ton of money money, yeah Yeah, which is that me versus team right it's not a team it's not me it's team type thing there's but no that's I it. Team. Correct. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> There's no I and team. But in motorsports, it is all about the I and team. I don't know. That guy changing the, the right rear tire would uh, disagree. Oh, with yeah, you. I know. But he can do a terrific <laughs> job. But if your person drives like I do, uh, you're going to lose. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, you will lose. Facts. Yeah, if you drive like me, you will lose. Oh. But I wanted to throw that out there. I thought that that was uh, maybe a, a real good. Uh, kind of segue to it, but all that in all, I do like the, pretty good. I do like the blonde a little bit better. Yeah, me too. Coral, yep. do you have a, an opinion on those? Well, I, you I like them, them both. both. Yeah. This so, one yeah. tasted like colder. Tasted this, colder. Yeah, this one tasted had like a better like on your tongue. Said this was this is a really cold beer, and I know that um, uh, that's that's one thing that kind of people look for. This is a crushable beer. Uh, very, this, this, That's uh, why that was uh, the only one left. Almost I had heaven. to set that aside from when I told you I would bring it to today yeah. to make sure that it didn't go away. That's a, that's a really, <laughs> really, really good beer. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I think the biggest surprise out of the, the day is that um, Yeti and Coach have collaborated on a cooler. <laughs> oh, have they really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I got you. I got you. I, I agree with that. Yeah, Ta da. All right. Uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll bring in our uh, first guest. Everybody stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. 